put the fucking thing in there and then they'll attach like it's almost like uh they give you like a jawline or like a nah, they put in your gum. I ain't do all that. I just start. I just got mine's regular, but it hurt it like a motherfucker though. Insurance sure don't cover that shit. Nah, you pay for that at your own pockets. I had to get like you know what I'm saying. Uh, what's that? The little numbing cream, make them shoot it, like make it very like I can't take pain. I get very uh uh-uh. uh. So they had to make sure I'm completely numb. I was on laughing gas. Didn't you have goals in that one point? I I'm did. Sure. I did have goals. So it's the same thing. Yeah, but with the goals though. I was early. I ain't gonna lie. I was flagging. I had pullouts. I ain't gonna fake it because I had a grills company though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with it. But I'm just saying these not pullouts. So I'm gonna tell you they're not pullouts. What's the difference? And I feel like Florida be on that shit a little bit, right? More than everybody. The difference is with the pullouts. It's an image where you could conceal, take off, and put it back in. With these, it's 24 seven. It's your teeth. It's how you look every day. It's permanent. You know what I'm saying? You had to go surgically put them in. You had to inflict pain and. Do a surgical type of procedure to put them in your mouth. With the pullouts, it's just like jewelry. You take it off and you put it on. Okay. Did you? Okay. When you were mostly in the background, um, and you have a lot of artists you're probably representing. Right. Are you pulling those out to go to like? Or no, I got permanents. No, no, I'm talking about like the goals. Were you? Were you doing? Oh, were you doing? Like, the like, pull them out, like, like to go to a meet. Like you got to go meet with. No, nah, I ain't gonna lie. A, a funny situation happened because the first time I had a meeting, it was with um, bro, you know who who got pot smoke, who signed for um, um Stephen Victor, Stephen Victor. So the first time it was Stephen Victor, and it was me and AA, and it was early. This one like before Melly even came home. So we had a meeting with him, and my sister at that time I was staying in Orlando. My sister, you know what I'm saying? She, she ordered me. She was like, Nah, don't go with your grills. Go professional. You know what I'm saying? Don't. He black too though. Look like yeah, but I'm saying she she was just like being look you know look like a business person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did the opposite. I went out there with my goals. So really? I treated my goals like those permanent. I would even eat with them, and food like it would just be horrible because you're not supposed to eat with them for. Real. So it was to the point where it's like okay, I wasn't at a level where financially maybe, and I wasn't just able to get it. But when I got financially able to get it, I just got it permanent because I I treated my goals like permanence anyways. You know. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Mm. All right. Anyway, uh, welcome to another episode of Off the Record Podcast, man. It's Woody Jackademics, obviously here. And I have the illustrious opportunity to be sitting with someone who I've talked to before, someone who I have a really good relationship with. And you guys probably have heard of him a lot, but now you're probably seeing him way more. <laughs> right. Okay. A 100K track. You know, uh, some of you guys may know him for being the manager of King Von, YNW Melly. But now we know him for a bunch of things, but also being an artist, right. putting out a bunch of tracks, getting a lot of traction with those. Right. By the way, he's also one of the people who hits me up spearheading and, and rooting for like, you know, his guys in terms of like, you know, whether it's Muwap, Wallstop, everybody. Right. Right. And, you know, he represents a whole bunch of artists, you know, but he's an artist as well now. It's been a while, my brother. Right. How you been? It's been a year. I mean, I'm doing good. I'm blessed. Highly favored. The last time we talked was 
It was crazy. Well, actually, right. not we the talked, last time. Yeah, we, we talked, talked twice. twice. Both was crazy though, because one I was on vacation uh, on my honeymoon. Yeah, and then the other one was an unfortunate situation. So it was okay. It wasn't a, a discomfortable space. Yeah, and and you know, this is probably the first time we're talking. This is the first time we're right. talking where it's like we're a little bit celebratory. That's what I'm saying. Is is it, we vibing? It's not really no nothing crazy. So give me the come up because you know. Um, I it was a little shocking to me when I saw you start rapping, and I'm right. like, damn! I'm like, I know this nigga ain't run out of artists. He no got some way. artists, right? No. But a lot of people probably know you for you know Vaughn and Melly, right? How do you even get to the position where you get both of those artists, right? Um, honest truth is just being consistent and just being that driven type of like hustler and entrepreneur. So when I was with Melly. I was hands-on, so hands-on, where we would maneuver every day together. So whenever he's on the road, I'm on the road. So, you know what I'm saying? From there, his, the relationships that we was gaining genuinely end up crossing paths with OTF, end up crossing paths with Vaughn. Then me and Vaughn end up getting a real brotherly-type, genuine relationship because Vaughn had his own management already. He was with, um, mm. yeah, he was with OTF, um, the same you know group of people that managed Dirt. And they had a distribution already with Empire. So I was already, because at that time, Melly was out, everything was chilling. Like, they was doing their thing. I think he didn't drop Crazy Story yet or just dropped Crazy Story. Either way, I think he just, yeah, I think he dropped Crazy Story. It was a little bit teeing up with that. So from there, we just, the personal relationship was just so good that he ended up, like, coming to me as a man while he was incarcerated, fighting the little charge him and Dirk had and was like, bruh. I rock with my team, but I, I genuinely rock with you. Like, I, I see what you do for me without the business, without the contract. Just always making sure I'm good when I'm in town. And your brand is great. And I feel like right now where I'm at with my team, like, I rock with Dirk. I don't really know personally everybody that's there on the business. But I, I know I'm comfortable with, with just trusting with going with you. So me, Dirk, him, got on a call. We got the consent, and he was like, man, I rock with track. Track family, you good. Let's run it. You feel me? You OTF, regardless, like, on the business side anyways, you feel me? So mm -hmm. we made it happen, and I ended up getting Vaughn on the business side, like, seven, eight months after kicking with him and just doing stuff like paying for lawyers, bonds, and just sitting bread, just genuine, genuine stuff because I was already kind of lit with Melly and feel me so i had a little bit more and i had a little bit more things where like if you call it you can lean on a little bit you feel me so yeah no that's super interesting because like um i think first of all you don't really fit the general mold of even a manager right <laughs> you kind of got a little swag to you facts you look like you could be a street nigga right you you kind of more look like the, the the big homie which which again you're not even no. you're not like you're like 40 something no, i just turned 30 this year so, like, you don't really, I, I, there's a lot of managers I work with, right? And the manager is a little bit square. Right. You know, he's about, you know what I mean, X's and O's. <laughs> I'm about you know X's and O's, well, I'm square. I, I get it. Right. I get it with that. But, like, you know, you don't see, you could easily identify the 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 manager, right? Right. So, I'm, I'm wondering, like, at what point did you d decide, like, yo, getting into managing arts? And one thing people really don't understand about even, like, on the manager side of stuff Yo, dealing with artists, their egos, and being a manager, a lot of times you have to put yourself behind someone else's. Right, for sure. And listen, I don't want to just blame it on youth or age, but like yeah. it takes a certain type of experience mm -hmm. and a certain type of maturity to be like, you know what? I know you're tripping because of blah, blah. I got it. Right. 
A lot of people, they're not going for it. Right. How did you get in that position or why did you choose to do it? Like, I didn't wake up and, you know what I'm saying, on my mind where it's like, I'm going to be a management company or I'm going to come into the business side as an executive. It was more like I've been doing music. So i was been doing music since I was 16 years old. So a lot of, I know the world right now and the forefront of everything from the Vaughn to the Melly, if you first see me now, you're going to be like, you, why are you a manager trying to be an artist? <laughs> I see certain people trying to say that. Right. But in reality, I was, I'm an artist that established myself in my city, in my region, that you guys wouldn't know unless you in my city. So everybody in my city know me as the artist, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, I built brands, clothing brands. I built um, gold companies, uh, other things where I was able to link with Kodak Black on a partnership on a clothing line because I had already, like, studios. I had already, from doing music, so from six, from 18 to 21, 22, I was hot in my city where I was getting like. So you're hot. rapping. At that I was point. rapping. So oh shit. At, at high school, I started doing music at 16 years old. You know what I'm saying? I went to PlayStation High School. I'm from Bryan County, Florida. I'm from the same place Kodak from X is from Bryan County. I'm just from um, Sunrise. You know what I'm saying? So from there, at 16, I started doing music early. I was been doing music high school, playing football, playing sports, running track, doing music, being in the streets, doing everything you, you're doing as a kid, learning, you know what I'm saying? So from 16 to 18 after high school, I was blessed enough to have a hit single in my city called Ride That, which was a, mm. fe which was a female dance song. So think this new generation TikTok. I was yeah. lit like that on Facebook. So my oh, Facebook. right because remember I'm 30. I just yeah. turned 30, and this is when I was 18. Nah, niggas still on Facebook getting the They still I on be Facebook, but there was no there was no TikTok, there was no you know trailer. It was Facebook, MySpace, and um you know there was still YouTube and stuff like that, but it wasn't like that. So I caught a record in the streets of my city called Ride That, and with that record at 18, it sustained me from 18 to 22 to be able to do shows in my city. For like $5,000, $7,000. Book my own events, make like $15,000 throwing parties because all the girls and all the you know, people in the city was rocking with the music and stuff like that. I was tied into that whole little music scene with Iceberg and um, Ball Greasy. When, you know what I'm saying? Right when um, Iceberg had like that Trick Daddy co-sign. So I was in that era in my region. So like the world ain't tuned in yet, but I'm I'm an artist. So I'm making show money. I'm doing things. So from 18 to 21 to 22, I'm good. Like I didn't work. I didn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? I was just doing music. But time of time, it came to the point where it's like, okay, now nah, I'm not getting booked no more. There's a new way to going up a little on. bit. Right, you know? So it's like, what do I do? I got certain money from bookings and stuff. Me and my partner, you know, at that time, we wasn't married. I was just my my, my girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? And then later my fiance, um, AA. So we end up using some of that money and getting like a print shop company and I'm getting like a gold, uh, not gold shop, a studio, stuff like that. So at that time, I'm still doing music, but I got businesses. So I'm able to use, like, I got a record with Kodak Black, you know, an actual record called Down for the Money. You know what I'm saying? It was on YouTube and all that stuff like that, that piff. So me and him, you know, that helped teed up. I'm doing shows with him out of town. I'm using that money to build stuff. So while I'm doing that, I get with him and he's like, bro, he just came out. From the harder projects, after that project, he came out. He's like, bro, I rock with you hard. Like, you always supporting. 
you're always doing stuff, you know what I'm saying? My son's birthday party, everything's like that. It's on the house. Like, you good people's like, let's do a business together. Let's rock out. So we end up doing Snappy Gang Apparel together, which is the clothing mm. line he got right now. Oh, wow. So, so when I get in that situation, um, did, 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 were you making clothes before? Yeah, I had a print shop. Okay, okay. So yeah. I was doing Snappy Gang stuff. I was doing, you know, we just yeah. already were doing it. So when he came, he was like, yo, let's let's do a clothing, like, let's do a company. I'm like, let's do a clothing line. So we came up, you know, with the Snappy Gang Apparel thing. He let me run it. We got other people involved. So from there, when we start doing that, I'm making, I'm with an artist at that time. Think about it. He's Heart of the Projects going to Lil Big Pac. Drake is already dancing a skirt on a jet, mm -hmm. things like that. So he's that boy, you feel me, at what, 18, I think, 19. And at that time, I'm like 22, you know what I'm saying? 22 going on 23. So it's like, okay, cool, I got with him, and we making money on the clothing. Bro, I'm human. I'm not making money off music no more. That's why I got a print shop. That's why I got mm. a, a studio. Cause I'm not getting. I'm doing parties still, but it's. I'm at that time. I'm not 18. It's three, four years later. There's new, hot local party yeah, promoters. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know how it, it's yeah, like. Yeah, 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 so yeah, yeah. I'm getting money with Kodak, and it's like boom. I'm like damn, let me focus on this. So I start focusing on doing the clothes. Jack Boy come home, right? Mm -hmm. And Jack Boy start doing music. And when he come home, I'm rocking with Kodak so hard. And I had a relationship with John Wicks, which is Kodak brother. He doing music. So I'm like, damn. Remember, I done already went through Florida, Tampa, Tally, St. Pete. Done did everything you could do when you regionally successful. So I kind of got an insight. So when I'm working with them, doing the clothing line, I'm like, bro, let me just manage. Let me just push Jackboy. Let me just manage Jackboy. Because he got an actual fame from Kodak giving him the name. He's actually talented. And the pe people's rooting for him. But Kodak team can't focus because Kodak has Sniper Gang. Kodak yeah. team can't focus on Sniper Gang. They focus on Kodak, right? So I'm like, let me focus on Sniper Gang. So I started managing Jack Boy, working with Wicks, even Pito, whatever artist he had. And from there, lined up a uh, tour. Uh, 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 okay, so are you... Did you just stop doing music, cold that's, turkey? That's what or, I'm or, I kind of did it. At, I made a decision. Like, listen, I'm in an infrastructure. I got a Kodak Black artist that's killing the streets. Buzzing, yeah. Me and him got a clothing line together. I'm making the most money in my life oh, I've ever is, this made. This is a business at this, this point. Is, I'm making the most money I ever made in my life without doing nothing illegal. With And I'm being around everybody, right? Like, still getting all the benefits of working with a Kodak Black. It's genuine love. I'm at the house, so it's nothing funny. So when his brother, when his Jack Boy come home and his brother start doing music, me, as a man, with, you know what I'm saying, with a fiancé trying to better my life, I'm like, yo, let me put music to the side and focus on Sniper Gang. If I could push Jack Boy, get him shows, get studios, print shirts, do what I got to do, that'd be another stream of income. And that hit. It successfully, we made Green Mouse together. I got the the producer that was my producer. He made the beat. Rod make hits. You know what I'm saying? Then we shot the video. I sent it to Worldstar because I had relationship with Worldstar through working with Kodak. You feel me? Mm. So I sent it to Worldstar. We making money on shows. It's doing good. I'm not thinking about doing music right now. I got the clothing line doing good. I got Jet Boy doing good. I'm going to try to focus on John Wicks. Once everybody start. Rolling, by the time you know it, it's seven months, eight months later, I'm fully sniper gang, doing management on the sniper gang, you feel me? So when that happens, the little, the stuff happens with the feds and everybody getting picked up, things going on, 
with the state charges. Kodak got locked up. Jack Boy got locked up for that little situation. John Wick. So the whole situation was going was like crumbling. I'm like, damn, and this ain't my infrastructure. I can't go out there and just like snap again, snap again, snap again. I'm doing things to build with Snap Again. Hopefully, out of loyalty and relationship, it could help me change. My family life, you feel me? But when it's going left, me and my partner, me and my wife, AA, decided to move to Orlando. When we went to Orlando, we got introduced to um, an artist, which, you know what I'm saying, it was a local artist in Orlando, but he did a song, end up remixing a song from Melly. At that time, his name was just Melly. I didn't, we didn't, he had a regional buzz in Gifford, you feel me? But the artist that took the record is like an hour from Gifford, so they know, he know him. So when he did the song, I put it on John Wick's Instagram, you know what I'm saying? He reposted it. All the Snapper Game people started looking at it. And then Melly Mom hit me up. was like, yo, that's my son, da-da-da. He's locked up at that time. He was at Juvenile, just turned 18, da-da-da. So long yeah, story he was short. Locked up. Yeah, he was locked up. So long story short, I, I found Melly locked up. So I go visit him because I'm staying in Orlando. I go visit him. And it got to the What point. was it about him that, that, made, you, that made you say, Number one, let me go visit him. Damn, right. this stands out. This what was it? Bro, I'm going to be 100% honest, right? So when I put him on Instagram, on John Wick's Instagram, his fans in Gifford was a good amount where it caught our attention, where it's like, yo, this person, like, yo, he got a good following. So for me, going to check out his music, I'm listening to 772 Love, Catching Feelings, Murder on My Mind. I'm playing it for AA in the car. I mean, I listen to a lot of music, but A don't really care to listen to too much music. She's R&B. She's like, you know what I'm saying? She's more, she's going to listen to relevant music, but she's more like laid back, listen to that. So when I play 772 Love and she's like, yo, this is dope. Like, and I play Catch Your Feelings and then I could play a gangster music and he likes it. I'm like, dang, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to go check this out because the, the kid looked like a star already. Like he looked different. So when I go visit him, he had a seven month, eight month bid left. I started visiting him every day. And it got to a point, remember, Sniper Game felt like left and everything was going bad. I had to go get a job. Really? Like, yeah. And I ain't going to lie. I was in the streets still, like, doing what I had to do. What happened to the print shop? That's what I'm trying to tell you. I remember everything went left for Sniper Game. I invested. I went fully Sniper Game. So when that situation happened, Kodak got picked. Kodak got locked up. Jack Boy got locked up. We went to Orlando. Now, I'm still tied into the streets, still doing stuff, but... I'm in a situation where I already got picked up for a charge. I got other situations going on where my girl's like, bro, nah, like, A is like, bro. Just, we got uh, enough money. We opened up a grill shop in Orlando, a goatee shop. But it just started. So, you know, it's still got to pick up. I'm at my sister's house and stuff like that. I'm not trying to be in the streets. So I'm like, man, let me go. See, like, just go do something. Go, like, find a, a restaurant or something. So I do that for, like, literally two weeks. I go there. Yeah. But two, I ain't worked since I was 18. But, you know, at 16, 17, I had, like, jobs. At yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I had kid jobs. I wasn't just a menace in the streets. I was doing what I got to do, working, you know, thugging. But when I got there two weeks later, <laughs> I started, like, feeling like, nah, this ain't for me. But it was a blessing in disguise because I started visiting Melly every day, too. Every Because his visitation was every Sunday and Saturday. But I only worked. It was so bad. I only, they only put me two days. And I was probably doing salad. I literally, for the two weeks I'm there, both days I couldn't go see Melly. I'm like, nah, this ain't it. So I, I left that and just decided to go, like, just still figure it out. But my grill start, started picking up. So now I'm starting to make money selling, you know, doing gold tea. You know what I'm saying? Right now, the, the company I got right now is 
Gleeful Grills, you know what I'm saying? But it was early at that time, so people didn't really know what it is. So when we doing what we're doing, we're doing what we're doing, making money, I decided to left the stuff. I started seeing Melly every day from seven months, every day, every Saturday and Sunday, I visited him before he came home. So I fell in love with just him as a person, mm. talking to him every day, hearing the unreleased music, going over like his strategy, his plans. So we just locked in so tight. Did you think he was going to be a star or did you just kind of like radiate to, you gravitate towards his personality? I gravitate to the personality, but I knew he had star qualities. But did I know he was going to be one of the biggest streaming artists in his generation? I, you never know that. Especially at that. Now I could find an artist and be like, oh, yeah, you're going to be a, a big streaming artist or a big star. But at that time, it was just a miracle to see how he blew up so fast. Mm. You know I think one of the things that's, that's, that's so interesting, and I feel like I could tell with Belly if, if, if this was before the time. I think he's so talented. And, you know, I'm, I'm going to skip. I'm skipping. Uh, to later down on the timeline, but I remember, you know, he's been incarcerated for a while. Yeah, and three years. You Two put years. me on a phone call with him, right? And I swear he sung me a whole album, right? And it was gas, right? Of course, right. but 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 it it blew my mind that he could create in jail. I think he'd been. Remember, I met him in jail, and he had records. The whole IMU album was recorded in his program, so I heard that whole tape for seven months. Him beating on his chest, him being on the table. And when he came home, we put beats together. We found producers, and we made the album. But he did that. So he's used to that. He's accustomed to going, getting locked up for a little bit of time and focusing on, on, on writing. That's why I said that his talent is like, it's apparent because the way how people record these days, the way how people come up with melodies, music, it's so um, elementary compared to what he does. Right. Like... You got to imagine he's left to his own thoughts, his own devices. You know, he almost, he got he has to free his mind to be able to create. And he's coming up with the melody, the beat, and just kind of lets it sit there. Right. For whenever he gets out and he's going to record it. Right. I just think that's like. That's amazing. It's fucking amazing. These dudes, these dudes nowadays record by just punching in. I don't even know how he keep all them songs in his brain. Because remember, like, when you were speaking to him, speaking to him, he was like, oh, bro, you got it written down on the pad? And he was like, nah, it's on my brain. You're like, what? Yeah. He really do it like that. I don't, I don't know. He he got like HDSD, so maybe that's like a benefit of being able to do something like that. Because I can't store lyrics and content in my brain like that. That's the thing about him that I think that is just so crazy. I think the raw musical talent. Like, I've even seen like, you know, these little, you know, uh, whether it's like behind the scenes video of him, like he's recording the studio, just raw talent. Right. Raw talent. Like, right. to be honest, and, and this is not him... You know, getting to kind of focus it and grow that talent after being in these big studios and being, you know, like kind of like in. And yeah. this is him in, being in places he don't want to be. Right. So right. that's why I I think he's a one on one. Okay. Right. So cool. He gets out and what happens? He gets out and we do one year of straight hustling, grinding. I'm talking about different cities. Shoot murder on my mind video. Shoot virtual. This one drew. Me, Drew, AA, it's us, Melly, and Sack, Juvie, and you know what I'm saying? And I think it was just us right now. And security, one security. And we, I'm doing driving. I think at that time I was doing driving the cars, just driving everywhere. We just driving everywhere. Atlanta, boom, Florida, taking flights. He's recording with Thug and Dirk. It's exciting. So, how is that feeling though? Because you know, I, I go back to watching those, like, concerts of early, you know, Melly when, you know, he's performing, like, you know, Murder on My Mind or uh, right. whatever, these, like, local clubs. 
did everybody know that like yo this shit's gonna be way bigger than just like some shit that's known in the hood to be real yes because every time he like the music he was like producing and recording the the reaction from the from his fans from the people like we knew it was just gonna get bigger it just had to take time and the way his peers were just connected to him like you had other artists that was already mainstream or at a bigger level than him but just reaching out to him talking to him like being one to being around him, want him to be around them. So like it was, it was an amazing experience. Like that one. Remember, we only did one year of grinding, because Melly got picked up his second year right after we all shine. So me, we've been a company working with Melly uh, for four years, but the only the first year of him being out, and which is the grinding period. Wow. Before the hits and before the super major commercial success was that, and then the rest of the three years. He was incarcerated, and we had to figure it out on our own. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, Priceline. I think a lot of people, you know, you know, murder in my mind, murder in my mind is just such like a when it comes to storytelling. By the way, that's interesting. How you know, two of the 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 people who I believe have the best ability to tell stories, right. you are connected to both of them. Damn, that's crazy. Vaughn is definitely one of them. I, I think I yeah. think Vaughn is the guy for this generation in right. storytelling. I didn't and, even think know, of that. You just put that in my attention. That's crazy. But but. but Murder on my mind was just such a vivid. It, it just was so authentic, so real that, of course, everybody's digested that. And that song had like a long shelf life. That when um, uh, split personalities come out, yeah, mixed, mixed personalities. personalities, right? When mixed right. personalities come out, it's like, oh shit, yeah, fuck that. This guy's See, star now. This is when he exploded, and. You know, shout out to Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Dog how did that? Get, how, like, how the fuck you get Ye on that shit, Bruh, We chilling. We on the road, road running, just doing what we got to do. We didn't even drop. We all shine yet. We in the process of turning in the music. In the process of meeting up with the directors. First time meeting up with Cole Bennett. First time meeting up with the directors. That because now he had a position where okay, who is this kid? He's not everybody want to meet him. Was he going to shoot mix? So he was going to be already gonna shoot okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay. So we already we're in the process of dropping like the project. We're moving around, finishing it up, doing final touches. He get a text and says, hey, yo, this this Kanye um, hit me. And Melly like, track. Bro, I just got a text from Kanye, bro. That bit bogus. It's, it ain't real. I said, bro, how you going to say that? Like, you don't know. That could really be Kanye. Like, you you been around everybody else. Like, call him. Nah, I ain't going to lie. I thought I'd I know that, but I'm just saying, like, you done been around Thug, Grizzly, everybody that we done seen on YouTube, TV, whatever we could consider celebrities, superstars. I think you could, a Kanye would reach out to you. You know what I'm saying? But we didn't, he didn't know. Because, like, we didn't know how it even happened. So when he FaceTime him, it's really Kanye. Really? Yeah. So he's like, yo, what's so up? So he just calls the number and Kanye's sitting right there. He texts him. And he didn't believe it. I'm like, nah, I ain't gonna lie. It could be Kanye. He FaceTime. I'm like, FaceTime him. He FaceTime him, and it's Kanye. And like, yo, what's up? 
like, yo, what the fuck? What? It's really kind. Like, yeah, bro. Look, I rock with your music. I think you one of the like, like you know, new upcoming talents. I really want to rock with you. I'm on, I'm on album mode. Let's lock in. I got a place in Calabasas. You know what I'm saying? Come through and stuff like that. Ooh. So he like, damn, how you? How, how he even got my name? Like, oh, I got it from Shadow Prince. And at that time, Melly was cool with Shadow Prince. Mm. And I guess they gave them hit him up. So by the time you know it, we get a flight. We in L.A. And when so so, so, so you're heading out to L.A. with Melly, just hoping right. to possibly just do anything. Just yeah, because Kanye said he was working on his album, mm. and at, and at that time now I think it was Donda now or either the gospel album, whichever. I don't know how much music he was this spiritual. Man he was on a spiritual vibe because this was twenty. Oh, man, this was twenty. Oh, sh- I'm, I'm, I forgot. Like this, is pretty much twenty eighteen. Yeah, this twenty eighteen. This is twenty eighteen. Right. This is the Kanye that was ducked off exclusive all the way. Mm. Not even this one right now. Which you know, both Kanye's lit. All the Kanye's is lit. You feel me? But yeah, there's a lot of Kanye's. Right. You know, he got he got mixed personalities. Right. But what happened is, we, how do you hear the song? That's what I'm telling you. We fly. He like boom, and this is the crazy experience, right? We we chilling and he's playing his music and this man love like even though he's huge and the biggest thing he loves people to pay attention to him and he playing music he's talking to us by the time we know it it's an hour two hour pass we playing beats he playing music we I'm giving ideas he's giving ideas Melly giving ideas he know my name I know his name like we it's just to the point now it's like a two hours of like talking to somebody playing music and having a good time you kind of in that mode. He's like, damn, we've been playing my music for two hours. Melly, play some stuff. And then we could start recording. We could get create some stuff, too. So, like, yo, let's just play the album. We about to play it anyways. What a great way to see the reaction. So we playing music. He played one or two records. He's bumping his head. Then we play Mixed Personalities. And he goes crazy. He's like, bruh. This is me. This is Yay. This is Kanye. This is easy. <laughs> this, is, this is me. And he's like, I'm like, damn. So me and Melly looking at each other like, damn, he fucking it. He like, bro, I want to jump on this. This is me. This right. is easy. He said, I want to jump on this. So Melly like, damn. I'm looking at Melly. He looking at me. I'm like, I y'all even had a, y'all even had an open for it, right? Y'all just nah, we're just oh, playing music. <laughs> we're just playing music. He played his. We played ours. So boom, he like. Nah, I want to jump on this. And Melly, uh, Melly look at me, I look at him. I said, I ain't going to lie. I ain't going to lie yet. You can't jump on this record. What? On everything I love. You ain't tell Ye that. On, on, my, on everything I love. You bro. told Kanye on West. everything I love. On everything that he I couldn't love. get on the record. Yeah, and I, I'm not faking. Like, if you know Why? Jay Cole. Because I'm going to tell you, right? So he like, and this is his reaction. He said, what? Why? No, like, no. <laughs> I got to jump on this. Yo, I'm surprised he didn't kick you out of the studio, man. Nah, he, <laughs> like, but look, this is, this is not... Yo, what's up? I'm track. I'm Kanye. Now you can't jump on the song. This is okay. Y'all been vibing. This is two hours of listening to music. I'm giving ideas. He's giving ideas. Melly is just at that point. He's not even Kanye. I'm, I'm not track. Oh, he's Melly. We just niggas in the studio. Yeah. You feel me? So when at that time we 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 don't. I'm like, nah. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie. You can't even jump on this. What was what was the reason? Because he's like, and he's like, why? Why? I'm like, cause look, bro. Remember, like. This is his album we playing. We already turned in music. I already got uh, Cobain about to shoot this video. This is one of the main singles that we believe in. Your track, you tripping. So, I'm not tripping. It's like, yay, we, okay. This Yo, is, the song could be out. <laughs> like, but listen, they, though. So this is three to four weeks of this album about to come out. 
We already got the structure. We got the video treatment. We we already doing it's everything. Kanye. It's Kanye. Yeah, but at that time, I get it. But this is Melly. This is us, too. Like, I feel you, gang. Like, there's a whole bunch of more songs I could play that is not on the album. What, what songs were you probably thinking that, yo, yo, like... At this point, you Kanye West. I'm going to play the whole catalog for you. But this song right this now... Is where we all shine your plane, right? Yeah, we all shine. So, I'm like, at this point... I'm like, bro, I play more music. He said, nah, track, nah, nah. I'm not going to lie. Whatever I need to do, I'll get it done. I can see more. Is Control Me on that album? Yeah, Control Me on that too. I didn't even get a chance to get to that though. I only played, we played City Girls. Rolling Loud. Yeah, we played Rolling Loud. City Girls. We played City Girls. No, No Heart, he 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 could have done crazy. We didn't get to No Heart. We played City Girls. We played Rolling Loud. We played, um, um, what other song we played? I think we played, like one more song And then I played Mixed Personality Fucking Ingredients Or something like that Something like that Then I played Mixed Personalities But then after I told him no He was like Damn why I was like Because we about to drop it We're in the process He's like bro Whatever I gotta do I'll get it done Like to be on the record Like cause this is really me Like I'm feeling a connection to it I said alright He like look try it. Ain't no managers Nothing Take my number I get his number He texts me He like I'm gonna I'm do it I said yeah bro If you gonna do it You gotta do the video Cause this is a song we about to do a video for. He's like, I got it. I'm gonna do the video. Really? Right. He's like, I'm gonna clear it. I'm gonna do the video. Whatever I got to do to make it happen. Let me ask you a question. So while that's happening, right? Right. Because this happens a lot. Like you know, being prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. Were you thinking that yo, yo, we've been vibing and everything, but he might just be hyped off this shit for right now. Mm-hmm. And as soon as we leave the studio, he don't give a fuck about the song no more. Why we really care about? Right. It. Was that a thought? I mean, like he might not follow up time, with like yo whatever. At that time, at that particular moment, it wasn't a thought like that because the reaction that he had to the record and the way he was speaking about the record. This is easy. Yeah, this is yay. <laughs> this is me. So Melly Melvin, yay Kanye, he snapped. I mean, yeah, like, he snapped. yeah, yeah. But like the reaction he had, and then he gave me his number. Like, yeah, yeah. He texted me. I got his number, so I'm like, all right, bet. I told him, bro. You got to shoot the video too, you know what I'm saying, for us to do this. He's like, I'm going to shoot it. I'm like, yeah, you know, we about to shoot this video in two weeks. He's like, I'm going to do it. Like, I'm going to be real, bro. I res- like, there's so much respect. Because to, to think about it, like, it sounds so fake that uh, YNW Melly, Before We All Shine, uh, 100K track, not even 10 plaques, 20 plaques later, just no jewelry, just regular grinding, to be like no to a Kanye. But the way he came back around, he acted like Melly was the Kanye, and he stood on business, got it cleared, did the even producers that I, the the big boys were trying to take points. I'm like, nah, bro, we ain't doing that. This is my producer. I rock with my with this producer. Give him the right points. Now the man did it everything the way I wanted him wow. to do it, and even and look, no ego, no nothing, no ego, and even with the video shoot, he came to the video shoot, co set it up. We in L. A. We had to swap out the whole location because he wanted to shoot it in his warehouse, in his spot. So we did that in one day. We accommodated his needs as well. Spent an additional sixty, seventy thousand just to move the whole production set to to his place. So when we got to the video, there's a couple of scenes he didn't want to do. At that time, he was on his spiritual vibe on his own time. We took out a couple of scenes. He did the two main scenes. It was a great time. Everybody had a good time. When we came to the end of the video, he didn't even like. The video Because he didn't really know Cole Bennett like that And he didn't understand what? The vision And he wanted He said track Wait 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 wait. 2018 right. Cole Not Cole Bennett It's still Cole Bennett but it's still, I guess Kanye really was In his own world Remember he's spiritual Yeah 
So, Damn. so look, he telling me, right? He telling me like, bro, we shoot the video. He on time. Melly get picked up, locked up. Not even for the murder. He got picked up for the um, the Fort Myers stuff that happened, like the case that got dropped later. So yeah. he did six. He did like three, four months. Like three, four months. So boom, he's in the process of doing his bid. Yay, pulled up, did the video, contacted me through the whole time. Got it cleared. When we got to the final video and we about to drop it in the next couple of days, he said he don't like the video. Who? Kanye. Kanye. What, all right, so what does that mean, though? Is, is it I'm not like, getting cleared? So what you trying to... I'm like, damn. So what you want to do? He like, tell tell um, Cole to change a couple of things. So I call Cole. We all talking to each other. He We changed it. He sent it. Does like, Cole have an ego? Um, Cole, at that point, he didn't really work with no super huge artists yet like that. Everybody was still getting to be huge like they is now. It wasn't with the M&Ms. I think we kind of gave Cole that first big super major star look with Kanye. And he's from Chicago. Mm. But no, just no, no lie, he was already ready to shoot that video before Kanye jumped on it. So respect to him, it, it fell in, in, in the way it's supposed to fall. And he ended up shooting a Kanye Chicago Melly video. So what happened, he ended up telling me like on the side, he called me. Say yo, I don't like the video. Even with the edits, I don't think it's gonna work. Let's scratch it. Oh. Uh, uh, Kanye. Oh, Kanye. Telling me this about the video. So Kanye really just wants to just get rid of this video. He said, "Yo, I rock with uh, hype or some other producer at that time. I'm gonna have him shoot the video. I got the vision for it." I'm like, "Bro, the tape drop in like four or five days." I fuck with the video though. Right, but it was fire. I mean, later on in life, he probably seen the vision. Yeah, and, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm like, bro, the tape comes, the tape dropping four or five days. We gotta shoot this video, get it edit. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna lie, bro. All right, let me talk to Cole. Um, let's see if Cole could fix it. So I talked to Cole. Cole like track. I'm not gonna lie. If we make it black and white, it's not Melly Vision. And at that point, Melly's locked up. He can't see the video. He's going up. My judgment. How were y'all gonna reshoot it if Melly's locked up? That's that's what I'm trying to say. How? And Met- y'all y'all back up against the wall. Right. It's time constraints. So I'm like, bro. So I, I I sent him a long text. I said, yeah, you know what I'm saying. I really appreciate everything you even did from standing on the business, getting the song cleared. You know what I'm saying. It was a, it's just honors of being around you, a legend. You know what I'm saying. And I'm just gonna have to go with just like my guts and just trusting my artists and stuff like that. I'm gonna have to keep the video how it is and. You know, I'm going to do the couple edits that you asked, but I'm going to keep it colored and we're going to drop it. And I hope this don't ruin our relationship or whatever relationship you have with Melly. Or How nervous was you sending that fucking text? I was nervous as hell. God damn, because you, you got to almost tell an artist that I'm not going to go with probably Yo, your the, creative right. vision. And you know what I mean? They're probably, they could also think, well, nigga, damn the, it, I just get in your favor. And just not clear the song. But you know what happened, though? He texted back. He said, okay, cool. No problem. And he let the song come out and fast forward to three years later, it's a four time, three time platinum record, hundred million views. So and you know, it was good. And he checked in in between times, checked on Melly, talked to Melly throughout jail. I mean, I haven't talked to him until like a later a year period after that. But you know, it was good. So it ended up working out. Damn. That that how many of those situations, like, you know, there's a lot of luck involved with that, right? right. You know, you know, Melly's a completely, you know, talented artist. And, you know, mu- music and just the business and just how life is, it's just not always about talent. Right. Sometimes it's just about, you know, what timing. they call, you know, timing and luck. Yeah, thanks. Right? How much of those situations have you seen just kind of organically develop? 
And whether it was Melly with Vaughn or even with yourself, where like you kind of fell into a position that you never expected to be in. A lot. I think it's my whole career at this point because I'm really from Haiti. Like I'm not even from born in America. I came when I was four or five years old to to immigrant mm. on a by myself. Went to the system. You know what I'm saying? Like went through the whole adoption system and being, you know. So everything I do, everything that happens is a blessing. Is is a miracle to me because. Okay, I want to get. On, I, want, I want. I want. I want to like fast track past a couple of these issues because I want to get into talking about your music, right? But Mercury give, out now, you know that. Give us the give us the latest update on on, on Melly. People mm -hmm. are uh, constantly concerned. There's um, there's you know um, reports. There's new evidence. DNA. Mm -hmm. The trial starting soon, right? Um, what should fans expect? Because you know, I I think you know the years of waiting. Is a thing that keeps people in limbo. I seen a video you did too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Somebody, ah, oh, shit, man. I think Millie might be fucked, man. Five fifty six. Okay, well, well, let's talk about it. Right. So basically, there's some DNA evidence. Right. Basically, Melly put a motion for speedy trial, so he had a trial for March seventh, right? Yeah. And March seventh was the original date. Now, it just got pushed back, and it was. April 4th They're gonna start Picking the jury So technically He's not gonna start Now a physical trial Where you actually get to see Probably everything. May or June No May 23rd May 23rd okay. So It was supposed to start in March Picking juries Finish depositions And then he goes into You know Starts in April But now he's gonna start May 23rd um, We feel great As a team And his defensive team Feel great What's the strategy um, In speedy trial Speedy trial is when Cause in anywhere is different, but I know in Briar in Florida, like bro, you could sit even without a murder premeditated, even on aggravated assault or just any firearm charge, anything that involves harm or potential harm, you could sit for four or five years just to fight it. And even some drug related charges, depending on how high or how much prize you have, you're gonna sit four or five years, six years just to fight it. Like even more, wow, yeah, really? it's, it's, it sucks. It's because it of COVID or is just no? Like this is before COVID. COVID just. Affected that time But it's been like that So A speedy trial Just tells The judge And tells the um, Prosecutors That hey That I'm not gonna Wait on A super long period of time I'm, I'm gonna demand My trial Within 90 days You don't have to worry About my defense Because I We're ready Just prepare yourself And we're gonna do it that's Is Melly ready? Because Th that's it, I'm thing. gonna be honest it's with been you three years it, it's, it, it looks scary Why does it look scary? I'll tell you why I look scary Because we're seeing things that, you know, it's not about he said, she said, somebody right. snitching. It's about opinion. We're hearing about forensic reports. Right. We're hearing about ballistics. Right. We're hearing about GPS. Right. We're hearing about pretty much things that are like, right. how do you argue against things that are pretty much scientific? Right. Because it's perspective. And the prosecutor job and the state job is to, of course, we're going to trial, depositions made. All they doing, and just to answer the part, we was like 56 new DNA. That, no, basically, because they're about to go to trial and they're doing depositions, you got to reenact everything that happened. So the, those files that's coming now is things throughout the whole case. Um, data and proof and whatever thing they feel like they have throughout the whole case, and it's just coming out documented now because... Did, but but Melly knew about this before. Yeah, we've we been... This is why you've been preparing for this for three years, and they've been having this for three years. Mm. Now, you got other things that's coming out where why things are getting pushed a little bit back because now you're talking about 
the death penalty not being off the table. So you want to take a couple times to make sure you pick the right jury because now it's a death penalty case. Why? Like, you know, from, you know, in talking to some people who are familiar with Florida law and just like, you know, Florida courts, mm-hmm. it's not normal that the, a prosecutor is so hell bent on the death death penalty. Why is not normal? Boosie was held was on death row. Well, I mean, it, it takes if certain you, type of crimes. No, it don't. At Google, what you need in Florida to be considered for the death penalty, it's anything. You, it's everything. It's the the labels that they have for you to be considered for a death penalty is basically damn. I could do anything considered for death penalty. Now, but, but the last time, the last time they actually took a case to trial mm-hmm. with that, right? Or you know, a lot of times that's posturing. That could be like, yo, we're just trying to get you to take a plea, right? It seems like they got a little hard on Femelli. Like, I don't know what it is. I can't speak on why the prosecutors or the state do what they do, but I could explain and I could express to people that it's perspective. When you hear, okay, we got, and we're not going to go too much in depth, but it's just basic, you know, life. When you hear, hey, we got DNA that Melly was in the car. I'm going to put it out there. Now, you don't see the defense coming to defend it because their job is to make sure Melly's defended in trial, make sure their client come home, which they're going to do. Melly have the best defensive team. He got three of the best lawyers. He we he built a real great, solid team away from just being innocent because he wouldn't do such a heinous crime. He prepared himself and got a proper you know defense. Their job is to handle themselves in trial, not on social media. Now, with the prosecutors, they're putting info to let the judge know and let whatever jury or whatever they know what's going on, you guys are taking it that way. If they say they got DNA in a car, they're not going to tell you this is his car for six, seven months. Why would his DNA not be in the car? I'm just going to tell you, Melly DNA was found in the car. You're going to think, yeah, his DNA was found in the car the day of the shooting. Oh, he jumped in a car and his DNA was in the car. He did it. Okay, but you're not going to put the fact that this was his car for six, seven months. He could have mm. been sitting in the back last week, could have been sitting in the front two weeks ago. Yes, his DNA going to be in the car. Listen, I've, 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 I've scoured through so much evidence on this case. And, and I just, first of all, this is just not the right place to bring up certain right, things. For sure. And, you know, especially with you who has, you know, a little bit of his ear, I don't want people to use right, this right. conversation, whatever. But um, on a general note, right. has was there at any point where you're like, Listen, even though we believe he's innocent, um, the way this is shaping up, mm-hmm. maybe, and we do know innocent people do take pleas. Right. Like, let's look at a plea situation. Right. You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure they would get a death penalty off, uh, out of there. Mm-hmm. Maybe something could be worked out mm-hmm. um, other than because this is basically going to be you're, you're gonna either going to walk home or, you die. or you're going to die in jail. Right. Um, I mean... Here's the thing, right? And just on a general basis, I'm not gotta go too much in detail. The point that I was trying to make with that just one particular situation. If I come to you and say so and so, X and B, the defense is not their job to come tell the public and the world why the defense is for that. So you can't see something on, on those documents and dockets and just automatically be like, yo, he's fucked, he's fried. You don't even know what the defense is. You don't even know what the rebuttal is. You don't even know why that situation occurred. You hear ballistics flying. 
You don't know what the defense is. You hear this? You hear that? You get what I'm saying? I'm gonna be honest. I, this is why you know we're gonna just jump off this topic right. because the ballistic stuff. I don't think there's a, you can't you can't I argue mean, ballistics. You can't, but you're not arguing ballistics. You're arguing the fact that did this man killed his two best friends. You, mm-hmm. you arguing the fact that you got to show a motive. You got to show you, you have proof. You gotta. You can't just say ballistics and this and that. Yeah, you can, but there's defensive. Reactions to everything you can say, you got to convince these juries. And bro, be real, bro. Like y'all know, Melly didn't kill his two best friends. Like, come on. Like we go through this every time with us culture being black artists. Y'all know we targeted. You know, music get used against you. This come on, murder my mind was recorded three, four years ago. That's a, that's in the yeah. The thing. narrative with that was a right. Little so bit, you it's know? like let's not take one thing and just forget the overall picture. Is like your guilt is to proven innocent, but give this man his innocence first. It, it, are the families of the deceased? Do they feel the same way? And have you know? Is mm-hmm. there just a strained relationship there? Because I think that's where you know. Just hearing the public and like fans talk about it because you know fans are very intrigued. This might be the only case where it's so spooky that we're hoping to find out what eventually happened right. because anything that they're saying, even the prosecutor, even the cops, it just don't make sense. Right? You know what I mean? Like these are dudes who he was shouting out on songs. Every, so these were his guys. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if something like this happens, like you know. There's no obvious signs. We can't figure out what it is. Right. You know what I mean? There's something else that's missing. Yeah. Um, but then people then look at, oh, well, look, look at his loved ones. Look at the loved ones of the people who, who, who suffered losses. Mm-hmm. They seem like they're not on Melly's team. Well, here's the thing. Um, if a situation like that happened and you got the government, the law saying, this, this is what happened you got other people saying this is not what happened. They're waiting mm. it out to see what happens the same way you're waiting out. But they can't be, oh, Team Melly, Team Not Melly. Like, they just got to be neutral because they got to figure out what's going on too. Then they could feel their own, you know what I'm saying? Now, if they do got other malintentions and stuff, I wouldn't know. I don't really particularly talk to um both sides of the um, victim's family. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm still close with some of um, Juvie family, you know what I'm saying? So we still communicate, you know what I'm saying? We still reach out, make sure they're good, his mom. I was never really close with the other side of the family, even before th- that situation. So it never kindled mm. after that. But, you know, they're waiting just like everybody is waiting. But I just know, I know my brother's innocent. I know he wouldn't do a heinous crime, like take take two of his dogs that's on his face that they working together. Like it's a crazy situation. This is why I want to change the narrative of music to avoid yeah. things like this because either you're gonna get locked up for it or you're gonna lose a lost one. It's like a lose lose. Yeah, you know, and I joked about this before we even started. I was like, man, I feel like you're like like you're a little unlucky when it comes to yeah. like you know dealing with talent because right. you know. I think you're you're great at finding the greatest talent, but then, you know, unfortunately, they they fall into situations that you know don't really, you know, help their prosperity in the music. Whether right. it's you know um, eventually getting locked up or right. you know even passing away. King Von is dropping his album um, March fourth, pretty much this Friday. tonight, tonight, twelve a.m. twelve twelve a.m. tonight. <laughs> and um, you know that what it means to be king. Th- this is, I believe. Is this his first posthumous album? Yes. This is his first. His first, yeah. And this is only, I think his fourth, because he did um, Grandson, LeVon James, Welcome to Old Block. This is fourth. Yes. But his first. Mm-hmm. So, a lot of questions. Right. 
Um, I'm wondering what's the state of his estate. I'm wondering, is this the last of the music? Mm-hmm. I'm wondering just where are we with Melly? No, not Melly. I mean um, Vaughn in terms of like um, his legacy, his music, and just kind of figuring out and picking up the pieces. And how are you involved? Um, with with the whole Vaughn situation, I never stopped being involved. Um, it went left personally, business, everything. Like it's just a hurricane all around the board when the situation first happened. You know what I'm saying? You had people that had to um for like basically be involved into a business that they just don't got thrown in, like his mother, who's did a great job of just being able to deal with her son's death and still able to come in and help construct the business. Then you had his uncle, you know what I'm saying? Um, basically, I stayed real close to the family. We kind, If you guys kind of see, it kind of went quiet on new music. Vaughn kind of did so much work before passing away because we was in the process of a rollout that he had all the previous music, so we was dropping the music off work on the O-Block. Mm. But on the new music scene... Yeah, I feel like I just dropped the... the, the, the um what video was it? Uh, it was a video. It was definitely a video from uh, Welcome to Old Block. Demons. Yeah, Demons. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, and dropped that like not too, a couple months ago. Right. So basically, we was able to still have Vaughn product and his work where his work ethic before passing was able to still fulfill the Welcome to Old Block release. So during that process of like seven, eight months, I just kind of st- uh, stayed true to what I feel like needed to be stayed true to was just his family. So I got, you know what I'm saying, make sure I was involved with the mother, make sure any bills, anything she had to do was situated. If the baby mothers needed anything for the child or for themselves, just kind of get them, you know what I'm saying, stable. Stay, you know, the uncle, the homeboys that he was really close with, the day one people that I was around for a year of, just basically being the glue um, personally. And then once that kind of, all the other feelings kind of like, kind of went down where, you know what I'm saying? You wasn't grieving as much and the pain was gone. Was able to kind of like sit back down in the last four months um, and just figure out the business. The mother, uh, Natasha, which, you know what I'm saying, doing an amazing job, put a lawyer, her own lawyer that she feel comfortable with on the estate. She put a day-to-day um, management uh, pers- personnel for her to be able to, you know what I'm saying, do the day-to-day work. And they work with my company and um, 100K and my team on on everything as far as just the music, the release, just same thing, just like managing his estate. And we still work with Empire on the distribution side. So we got the business side situated. You know, I'm very much active on what it means to be a king from just even features getting cleared, music just getting put in the right place, Um Financial situation getting done, make sure the estate is benefiting the most. So, pretty much active, fully active in it. Never, never, never left the Vaughn um, business. How much of this particular project was um, completed prior to his death? A lot, really. Yes. So, you know, we've heard like these stories. Like, for example, you know, notoriously with Pop Smoke. Right. It's like you know, sometimes you're putting on instrumentals he may not rapped on, right. or they're putting with people he may may not really have ever reached out to do a song with but like they're trying to piece fans because there's a lot of unfinished music right basically music that you might just have a hook yeah and then an old verse from another song you could just make a new song Hmm. is it like that or is more like yo he got a bunch of songs it's just about compiling it because i think that's what what juice world's right estate's going through right they have a ton of songs if you look at juice world estate though they're on their like third 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you look at Pot Smoke, they on the second. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm not sure what Pot Smoke work at that was, but I know Juice World have a lot of records. Um, just from just being cool with G Money and just knowing how like his freestyle ability was. But with um with Vaughn, he was a workhorse and he recorded. He lived in the studio. So because we only on the first project like that, it's basically full and full. There might be one or two tracks that you had to end early or put a feature in to complete, but it wasn't that much of a hassle. Now, when we get to the next one, it's going to get a little bit harder, but it's still going to be a great project where you f- mostly feel Vaughn. I don't think we go through that till we're on the fourth um, mm. project. Like, Well, really, this one is his first. The next one is going to be good. The third one is going to be a little bit harder. His fourth one might be where you kind of got to just make it happen. And that's on his legacy-wise, if his family want to, his mom, okay, yeah, his mom's his mom want to, his his um uncle want to, their their side want to, then you know me and my team we're gonna do our best to make sure we bring our A game and do what we gotta do. But if they want to stop after this one, it's their choice. If they want to stop after the next one, because at the end of the day, Yvonne is not here to make those decisions, and I'm not here to make those decisions. Even though I would love to um. Fill it with music and keep it, you know, the 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 movie going because he was going to be that type of artist anyways, where he's dropped consistently. Out of respect for Natasha and the mother and and you know the uncle, like whenever they want to stop and feel like yo it's getting too much, feel like it's getting away from it. I don't really hear my son in it. Oh, I don't really just feel it. I feel like we're straight. I like the legacy to stay where it's at, and we'll do it. And if they want to keep going, we'll keep going until we can't go no more. What about old songs? Like, for right. example, like, you know, um, like, it just bothers me that, like, for example, a song like, um, it, I guess it was like a freestyle. And maybe the beat's the reason why it's not on, like, Spotify and, like, you know. Um, oh, the Wayne? Uh, yeah, the, the, the Grandson for President song. Right. You get me? And yeah. it's like, it's only on YouTube, but, like, it would be dope if that could get cleared on in the history. aftermath. And, Lil you know, Wayne, I think Empire, because, you know, we still would, technically, contractually, we're, Basically with Empire, because he wasn't signed. Like, me and Vaughn had a plan where we was going to, like, rock out with Empire for, like, three or four tapes. And because the way Gazi handled business, he, he handled business. He make sure you paid well. He re, They really, you know what I'm saying, hold it down. So we're either going to stay with that route or go to a major. I was talking to different labels and stuff like that that I got a relationship with. But right now, contractually, we're with Empire. So, by the way, there was also a meme going around. It was like, oh, these artists on Empire, they passed away, yeah. and this and third with their masters. Nah, did they, they all leave? Yeah, that with their master because they they own, own it. yeah they right. own it. So, so, so that should go to their state, right? right. Go to the state. Right? Mm. So you know, Gazi and Empire and their whole staff, if they could get that record and handle the business with Wayne, we would love to have it. Is is it Wayne? Right. Yeah. What beat is that? That's the uh That's that um No, that's a knuck if you buck beat. That's what I'm trying to say. But, but I mean, Wayne Kittler so hard, it just messed me up because you're right. Yeah. It is a knuck if you buck. But you know, you so you know what song that is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But okay. yeah, if they could get clear with the um crime mob, then we'd be good to go. And it might be a surprise. Maybe it's on this project. Really? Uh, well, that'll be good. Maybe. Just Wait, maybe. So so like how uh, how do you get past like grieving and like you know kind of man? I'm I'm looking up a picture today or yesterday or maybe it was two days ago, and I was doing like you know the story about like you know uh, uh, boss stop pretty much sending out a message and it had to do with Vaughn or whatever the case right. is, 
and like you're all you're in you're involved in everything like you know like in all these pictures of these guys their last moments of being free their last moments of being alive like I'm with them. you're right there right and that's how and, it is every every time with them and and now you know first of all like you know we all remember that that tragic incident when it came to like Vaughn but now you're you're working on dealing with business mm-hmm. is as every day goes by do, does it get a little bit easier in terms of you know dealing with the pain of the loss it's it's more like the opposite you don't know or it's gonna how you're gonna feel every day. Now, if I'm doing my day to day things and I'm focused, my mind is on other things, then I'm 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 good. You know what I'm saying? I have my moments where cause one, away from like losing Vaughn that that day, that night, that was one of the first time I physically got shot as you well. You got shot right? too. And then that was one of my first time having a homeboy, somebody that I'm really close to. Like feel like a brother from another mother pass away because I don't had death in my you know in my life but early, whereas like as a kid you know you, you heal from that trauma. Yeah. So being the age I'm at now and that happened, that was my first time. I never I was blessed to never really had like too many homeboys like died in the streets or da da da. Everybody that I'm like really really cool tight with, I'm blessed to have them around still. So that was my first time having somebody like that, that I'm really close with and cool with died and then publicly. So. The grieving process to me was harder because I had to learn how to deal with it publicly and privately. You know what I'm saying? But going forward now, I'm pretty much where, like, I'm not waking up crying and sad every day. But if I'm working on a project with Vaughn or I'm having a conversation or I'm listening to a song, you get that moment where you just start, like, damn, I miss my dog. Damn, I miss my nigga. Like, you know, what? you start feeling that that emotion where you're like, damn, I wanna, you kind of want to run away from it because it's like, it's like a depressed, like damn, bro. Like, what? Why? Why is this even happening? And the type of life and we live, the type of like responsibilities that I have, I gotta focus on things that's gonna keep generating and keep being positive and keep making people happy. So when I get towards those feeling too down like that, I just gotta find find a way to switch the channel and get focused and stuff. But it definitely happens because it's it'll come out of nowhere. I'll be at up at night playing Madden, I start thinking about Vaughn because mm. he man he used to play Madden together. Yeah, we used to be on the road like, or oh, I'll do I'll hear Hot Boy on the phone say some stuff and it it sound like something Vaughn was saying like damn you know so it'll, it'll come like that but just deal with it. Just gotta know how to deal with it. It's yeah. tough though. That's why I got so much respect for O Block. I got so much respect for um, you know what I'm saying everybody he's with because thought this is my first time dealing with that. They don't dealt with that four times, five times. Like, how did that, how did that affect like you know situations where now like you know again and that's why I was even covering boss type or whatever mm-hmm. it was like you know it, it's you know the, the fallout from his death is that man there are people who are very upset still about that situation you know and right. you know these days you constantly you know I feel like I remember sitting right here and talking to twenty one and you know him referencing that situation saying right. that. Man, this is a big situation because somebody lost their life. Right, you gotta pick a side, and it's constantly like picking a side, picking a side, and it's like, is that a, is there a place in music for that type of shit? Like, okay, so my take in this, and this is just my personal take, right? I'm not living in a world where it's kumbaya, peace, and love, and all that. I get it. I travel with 
multiple security guards, bulletproof trucks, a couple of people that I trust around, you know what I'm saying, that have my best interest. So I move at high alert at all times. And I get a situation like that where someone lost their life and you got other people involved and things like that. It just seems like a, down, a downward spiral with music and with this culture and just us trying to live in a life. Because back in the days with music, you would see like, the artists, like the the um, you know, what I'm saying the fabulous, or even the you know whatever the ludicrous, whatever artists at that time, and you'd be like, yo, they role models, they rich, successful individuals, it, they made this life feel good, like you, yeah. And I feel Seem like fun, right? I feel like this all like the way it's spiraling out with ops and this and all that. We're making this genre where it's very dangerous, and it's like you're taking away the fun from it. It's like. Yo, we're, we're taking away the role models and the successful young individuals that don't make it from where we make it with our skin complexion into rich killers or rich gangsters. And now you're making the police, you're making the system involved where you're getting more incarcerated artists, more artists losing their life to the system than living their life through this music or casualties. We had the most deaths in popularized artists than ever from Adolf to Vaughn to mode three to X to like think of the generation to Juice World. Think of the generation artists like generational artists we lost. So it's like I, I'm not for it. Like even though cause I'll if you are an artist in their own region, like Alfredo and and um Young Boy is and you know you got other artists that got their own, like maybe Gotti and Dolph, whatever way they had their problems. And you don't know how Serious, the trauma go back to. I, w- I won't be able to speak on those type of things because those come with real casualties and real situations that maybe is just a long time of hurt. But a situation like that, where the you know with the NBA camp and the you know what I'm saying get back in OTF and that whole situation, I feel like that's a situation where it should have happened. Where it when it happened, maybe like each side should have came and tried to find a way to like make this not go into a ride where it's that type of energy because it's just going to be a never run on never in a cycle right? cycle and it's going to keep happening and i love little dirt you know what i'm saying like that's somebody i really look up to as a person because i've seen his work ethic his grind i don't want that for him like i i, I don't want that for him i want like let me ask the, you a question you know what though. i'm saying let me ask you a question and i don't know if you know say you have an artist and i won't even name one right, right. but say you got an artist you manage um they want to get a song with young boy right they want you to handle the business. Mm-hmm. What would you do? Do you feel like you're putting her in, a, in a position? Okay, so basically, you know, since I rock with you and it's off the record, I'm, you know, be real. A situation like that already kind of occurred. Really? Yes. Because remember, I got an artist named SCG Heen. Mm. Now, it's not Yumbo per se, but just to answer your question, right? How, how I'm coming, like, with this, and you know what I'm saying? I stand on business for Vaughn, and I'm a person where. They'll tell you, like, I love Oblot, like, they love me. I, I, I really make sure a lot of people is good within the Vaughn circle because I genuinely want to because I, I genuinely got love for them. You feel me? I know you, you put, I feel like you put your neck on, uh, on like the chopping block yeah. as soon as he died right. to kind of like stop people from thinking certain ways about right. them. For sure. And I'm, I'm a stand on business every time for him. But I'm not going to put any artist that I'm doing business with in Florida and St. Louis or wherever other Tennessee, wherever other place they come from, into a situation like that. Like, yo, you you 100K, 
you automatically these your ops you beefing because one I'm not trying to sign an artist for that type of situation I actually want to change these artists lives I actually want to give them a future I actually want them see see them make something out of that you know that's actually a good like you know even segue and, and I, I want to hear more even about that particular situation but it's like I would almost imagine, like, especially seeing just, like, what happened with some of your artists and, like, mm-hmm. you know, the type of artists. I'm like, okay, he only liked the niggas who really kill us. Like, he only liked the, he liked the niggas who really about that life. You know what I mean? Right. And so, so I'm thinking, what about, like, if it was, like, a square dude, like, you know what I mean, who dresses weird but got dope bars? Would he fit on 100K? First of all, I got the same olds. That's that type of vibe. And I got other artists that's not gangster. Listen, that, my... I don't go around saying I'm going to sign gangsters. I'm going to sign this. I go around saying, look, I'm a person that came from nothing. I'm a person that really had opportunity to be able to have a platform to help young men, young women. So if I sign an artist, I'm just signing them off talent. I'm signing them off potential that they can make means. I can make means with them. We could help change each other's life. So even with this situation happening, and I'm not going to put that umbrella on my company because I do have a lot of say so. I do have a lot of face. I do have a lot of artists. I'm not going to put that umbrella on my company to say hey you cannot interact or fuck or do nothing with any camps and it don't have to be nba it don't have it could because you got many camps and my a lot of politics right but look you got many camps on 100k that got issues with their own internal affairs it's not just that it's just a larger scale but i'm not gonna have you dive in this listen everybody gotta handle this stuff as a man i'm not saying this is a a sweet life in Zach and Cody world. I drive around a BP security. Um, you see how I came here. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm ready for defense. I'm ready for life. Whatever comes with it. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying it's that type of vibe, but I'm saying is I'm not gonna put that energy and that umbrella on my on my camp to be like ill to attract those type of stuff because one, I'm losing a lot of young men and young women to incarceration, to death. Like forget. How I feel, like you said, like you know, what I'm saying I got bad luck and all that stuff. I feel like I'm blessed to be able to help change lives in my life. But, bro, I don't care what y'all say about me and all this other stigma. These people are really catching charges and losing their life. So what, I'm not what, gonna what do would that. You, what would you do differently though? Right? What? Like, say you just see stuff moving in a you know negative di- direction, depending on it, no matter who it is, right. whatever artist you just kind of see. They're moving a certain type of way. They're probably going to catch at least a gun charge or something like that. You, you could tell. Like, you right. see how they're moving, a little sloppy. They're, they're, they're loud with it. They're attracting a lot of attention. They're moving wrong. Instead yeah. of having security, they got homeboys who we you try, know got we priors. Try, we try to nip that in the butt as a whole team, and we only could – you could bring a horse to the you know what I'm lake, but I don't mean they're going to drink. So we do our best to kind of just, like, give them the infrastructure where they could win, and they follow it, they follow it. But even, like I'm saying, like, you can't force nobody to do what they don't want to do, but I'm going to try to apply it. That's why I'm saying. Just because I'm saying that I got people on my roster that may not rock with so-and-so camp, not even NBA or whoever camp, just in general. I'm going to tell them, bro, that's not what you're here for. You're here to make your money, take care of your family. If you got kids, take care of your kids. Change your life and enjoy your life and live your life and i'm gonna tell i'm gonna keep preaching that message and whatever happened whatever route they choose and whatever route happened i'm gonna you know i'm saying i'm gonna make sure they good whichever way but i'm not gonna be the pioneer like yo do this pick a side or fight this or do that nah you know in the artist like i said fcg heen we i got a relationship with um you know i'm saying with other artists or like with other people 
in that camp and stuff like that as well because you know what I'm saying it's a small industry feel me so when it was a conversation like yo we want to do a song with no cap because he just came home he's doing his thing there's an artist I got with Republic he's doing his thing he got a lot of the cosigns he need and it's a good they same type of vibe Go ahead, make it happen. Do what y'all got to do. Yeah, like, that's I'm not like gonna... so interesting. I, I see no cap call out recently. He was like, "Yo, he's like, yo, I got a song with Raulo Rodriguez, but your, but baby got to clear it, right?" And, and and I don't know if it gets like sticky and political like that, but it, that's kind of interesting. It might do, but I'm not like you got to stand for something. I'm not gonna stand on that. Like, go ahead, do your song. Like, not am I gonna pop up, pull up to the video shoot, come kick it, chill? No, because at the end of the day, like I still. Isn't, you still know like how I feel. I'm still hurt by the situation. I see a lot of politics. I see a lot of negativities going on and things like that. And they could deal with it how they want to deal with it. You you you're responsible for your own action, your own thought of mind, your own whatever you put out in the energy in this world. You're gonna reciprocate. So you know what I'm saying. But I'm not gonna force a title or force a stick stigma on any of my artists. And I'm not gonna tell nobody like before I tell you to go spin or go get get back. I'm going to tell you, bro, put that energy in because, bro, you ain't going to get your loved ones back. Like, I can't get Vaughn back. No matter what I do, what happens, I can never get Vaughn back. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately, no matter who pass away, who gets smacked, who go to whatever the situation, I can never get Vaughn back. So before I put it, my energy, and I tell any of my artists or any of the people I'm close with to put the energy on negative and Risking their life and their freedom and things like that. I'm like, bro, put that same energy in making it and then help change his kid's life. Help change his family life. Help change your kid's life that he would want to be around to make his legacy better. You know what I'm saying? Make your life better. Don't, I mean, bro, listen, the streets is the streets. If something happens, whoever got this and got that, whatever you do is on you, you're a grown man. I'm not telling nobody what to do, how to move. What I'm saying is the energy I'm going to put and people that I'm around is, bro, make something out of your life. Stay alive. Stay out of jail because it's, it's, cool. it's, it's not a win. It's a lose-lose situation. You catch a body, you lose. You become a body, you lose. Let me ask you a question now. Uh, um, so, you know, when Super Bowl weekend happened and um, the whole thing, you know, shit, it was caught on camera. The whole right. thing with Kodak, it, it brought back a lot of memories for fans. Especially for me. And, yeah, it's like it was so up close to, like, Yo, in 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 the blink of an eye, like in a flash, Kodak right. could have lost his life. Right, and I know he has he has a really like you know, he has a different approach. And I think a lot of people in that situation would have probably had like you know, for him, you know, clearly he's probably happy that he survived. But like right. you know, he's not looking at this at like he's like this is kind of what comes with it. Right, you looking at that situation, right? And number one, given what you've been through, but also given how you guys have to move, right. When you look at that, what do you take from that? And what do you you say, man, I would have did, did this or did that? To be real, I can't say what I would have did and would have did not because I already went through a situation like that where I did get shot. Just like he got shot. We got shot in the same area in our leg. You feel me? Lost Vaughn. You know what I'm saying? Lost Slutty. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Seeing my brother Louis life change. You feel me? Seeing other people life change. So... I get it. Spontaneous things like that happen. And it's unfortunate that it happened like that because you could tell, like, bro, yeah. Do you think he's going through shock, though? The, 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 the reason why I'm asking this is mm. because 
I don't think he's acknowledged, and I know I know some people might think you only got shot in your leg, but like Man, what, you, you, you get shot in your leg. leg, like there's some major veins right, that go you through can, your you leg. Get you get shot me? through your toe and die. You get shot anywhere and die. But but, but like when he, when I hear him talking about it, I don't think he's he's even acknowledged that but part of it. See, don't get it. Like here's here's the thing about Yak. My dog been like this. Whatever any flaws or insecurities or whatever negativity or whatever thing wrong that happened in his life, he's gonna own it. He's going to own accountability And he's going to change it So yeah You guys probably don't see Like a reflecting mm, yet, But yeah. his business Is not going to be the same He's going to move different His movement is going to be different Not because He physically Got hit He know It could have been Life and death Thank God He's here to speak And we still be able to You know what I'm saying Enjoy him as a person As an artist So He learned from that situation But what he going to we're we gonna be on Instagram crying like, oh, bro, I got. Shot. It comes with this lifestyle. That's what I'm telling you. I'm preaching what I'm preaching, but I tell you, I drive in what a bulletproof truck. I'm bodyguards, people that I trust with my life, like other. So it comes. That's what it means when it comes with this life. Not that it comes just like when it gets shot, and when we get shot, ha ha ha, cool. <laughs> we ain't die. When we get shot again, who the hell want to get shot? What life is that? Yeah. It's ain't a video game So But we are prepared For these obstacles Now you can never be too prepared For spontaneous type of situations like that Cause my dog was just chilling Vibing with Gunna All the other artists Being in this vibe And a situation happened Same way with Filming unpredictable situation That nobody was, was ready for Shots rained off Same situation Only way you could prevent that And we all know Is prevention Is just not to be there, not being there eh? But how can you really say You can't be there Like what did he do wrong But probably The person that was in the honorage Shouldn't react To certain things Maybe have less people That's quickly to react And more quickly for defense Like I tell my bodyguard All the time When you with me You're not here To insinuate and start You're here to protect So your job Is to make sure me And my team or whatever, whoever, you know, where I'm with to get home safe. It is not for you to be Superman and go be in a shootout and do you supposed to be moved. Your job is to prevent this. Like a security job and a, it's to prevent the situation before it happens. Now when it do happen, you better have the best protection, the best thing, you know, the, your, your best person there. That's what you get paid for. But I feel like we need to move more on preventing these situations. I think that's where uh, you know my biggest concern about code. I didn't see any security guards. I mean, and everything you're right about guards. security. Well, I didn't see the security guards there. He like you know what I mean? Kodak move with security. Guards. Like right there, it felt like it was just him and the homies. And I was like, damn, if he's moving around him and the homies, nah, then- Yak always move with security guards. Mm, okay, yeah, well, yeah. you know, like so even that situation, and then you look at other situations where, like you know, um, um, and, and by the way, wait, has has there ever been like a, a situation where you felt? Like whether right or wrong, like you had to kind of almost put like you you felt like you had to save an artist from some shit or like you right no there's a couple of times and I'm still doing this to this day and I don't have situations where fast forward four months later the artist come back to me like damn you was right shit listen I'm constantly like bro I'm like I said I'm the young OG thirty young but mind to frame wise ready to be the old head I tell you hey bro chill out like I'm gonna tell you twenty four seven. To not do the thing I don't even believe in Being an entertainer And an artist And dabbling in the streets 
I don't believe in you selling no drugs. I don't mm. believe in you doing no dirt. I believe in you actually focusing on your craft, giving it the best you got, and use the resources that we're here to provide you to make it. Because the system that I bring in with 100K is that when you start working with me, make sure your bills is paid. Make sure y your household, your livelihood is comfortable. You ain't going to be driving in Lamborghinis and wearing Dior's every day, but your livelihood is going to be good enough for you to focus on your talent. And if it don't work out talent-wise... And music-wise, then go do what you got to do. But I don't believe you could do both because you can't. It's impossible. It's too much things, too much internet, too much scenarios that's going to get you dead or locked up. You move around artists, or you used to. Right. And I'm pretty sure you still would. Um, move around artists a lot. Would you take a charge for artists? I don't took a charge for artists before. Willingly. Willingly. Or it's like, yo, listen, I just got to, like, this guy's nah. too valuable. I mean, it's just at that point now. To answer your question, would 100k track now do that? Yeah. No, I'm not gonna put myself in no position like that. Like to even put myself where I gotta take a charge. You feel me? But coming up, I took a charge. You know, for Jet Boy before, at a point where he was not the biggest artist, but he had the most potential. We in Palm Beach. He's on a probation, stuff like that, and. You know what I'm saying? There's a convo that goes on before this? Man, it was more like spontaneous. That's what I'm saying. Spontaneous is just being that type of character. You got to be built like that. So we in a situation where I'm driving, I'm tired. You know, at that time, I'm, I'm, in, I'm in the streets a little bit. You know, we're doing what we do. There's stuff in the car. We do, you know, everybody doing what we're doing. So I'm driving. We going to the studio late night. So I'm like, bro, I'm tired, little bro. He's like, bro, I'll drive. So he drive. He kind of like do some shit, shift, get police behind him, take him on a little stroll. Bring him to like a Walgreens little yeah. while we there. He like, bro, the police behind me. I'm wicked. I'm like, damn. I'm like, bro, like the studio right there. I'm like, damn. I'm not gonna lie. He like, bro, if we both stay in this car, you know, you're gonna violate. I said, bro, just jump out the car. Like, go through this door right there. You feel me? And then when police come, I'm like, yo, what it is? Yo, you know you was literally. I'm like, yeah. He's like, wasn't somebody else in the car? I'm like, yeah, that's my artist, but I I dropped him off. He already like he he's in the studio. He's like, oh, okay. Da da da. There's trees, da -da. yeah, it's all me. Oh shit, right? That's a dumbass cop, man. The cop just let do hop out the car. Like, I mean, bro, <laughs> the thing is, right? They, the way we, the way it is, the studio right there yeah. with the Walgreens, feel me? Jack, you know, Jack got out, went mm. to the studio. He could have went and stopped him, but I'm not like, yeah, go. I'm like, nah, nah, nah. That's my artist. You know, he was asleep. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't even know he was asleep and the stuff. Like the studio right there, like could let him go. Da -da -da. He's like, yeah, cool. And, like, and I just I took everything. Damn, you ain't got no time for it. You, uh. Yeah, I went to jail and then I bonded out and then um got a lawyer and said, you know, knocked it down to lesser charges and stuff like that. You know? Shit, if I'm you, man, fuck twenty percent, man. That shit going forty. Right. I mean, <laughs> like, I mean, even through that, I didn't. You want to imagine fee going up? <laughs> right. At that time, at that time, I'm not gonna lie. I, I didn't do it. You know, I wasn't at the point where I'm hundred k now, where it's like you know business all the way. I just did it like, damn. If my if this man go to jail right now, it's over with for him. Feel me, and you know what I'm saying. I don't really got that's selfless, man. Shows, like you a selfless dude. Like right. you got family too. Like right, you know what I right. mean. Like you no, got I family lie. too. You got listen. Hey, hey, like my girl hey, hey, at that time, bro. She got on my ass about that shit. But it's like at the end of the day, you know. But it also probably you know like you're one of the dudes who you know I I think like you know rappers and who they move with, especially in certain situations, they got to make sure the dudes with them. You know, like that they go in the world, but it's like that they trust. You know what I mean? Like right. that, that that they feel like 
y'all on the same page. You right. know what I mean? Y'all understand what's going on. And you're one of those guys who I believe they, they clearly, you know, trust in those situations. I mean, in the in the beginning, you said, you know what I'm saying, I don't fit the typical role of manager because, honest truth, like, I'm just me. Like, you know what I'm saying, you kind of look like a, you could be a street nigga. Like, bro, I'm, I'm really from the slums, you know what I'm saying, from a foreign country, raised in the hood, did music, did all the street stuff, had, every, you know, so it's like, I'm just a person that understands life, done been through so much situations that I kind of understand on these 30 years of what certain people what certain things situations and I'm I, I'm able to use that to just be a people's person but now though I'm not gonna lie man listen I ain't, I ain't listen I'm not catching no charges for nobody I'm not trying to get shot for nobody feel me I'm gonna handle my business as a man and do what I gotta do stand on business the way I, I feel like I'm supposed to stand on business I'm not trying to be a gangster out here I don't want no super rap I'm a killer and listen I'm a I'm a life changer. I'm a businessman. I'm a, I'm trying to be a winner. I'm trying mm. to make other people winners. So I'm trying to we stand away from all that 2022 for real. Um, how many? You know, you, you brought. I feel like Florida. When I think about the brand of Florida rappers, you know, especially right. Not that it's only Florida rappers, but I definitely think that 100K like just stands out. Right. How many? How many rappers you probably like? You know, brought through. Like, did you did you get uh, a hot boy on Double XL freshman list? Uh, he didn't. He didn't get on, didn't um, reveal it yet. So, I mean, for this year. Well, is he on there? I don't know. I mean, you tell me. Hey, Vanessa, is he on there? Like, <laughs> let me know what's going on. Well, I thought he made like last year or, because I remember like there was like a huge campaign for him to be like, um, you know, that little extra pick or whatever the case yeah. is. Yeah. I mean, um, they robbed Melly. Melly should have been, been one of the picks. Right. I ain't going to lie. Melly was double XL like that year that I think Gunnar was there. He's just that when he got incarcerated, was never allowed to announce it. Really? Right. So, I mean, we, me, my team, Melly, we know he's an XSL freshman. You feel me? So he got the freshman pick, right? But because of his incarceration, they had to take him off. They took him off, and we, feel me, we came through. They put us on point. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Congratulations. We'll keep. This is all the things we're gonna do. And then wait, wait, wait. So, so he didn't make it to the day. They just gave the announcement, like, yo. No, yeah, they let us know. Like you, like you make like damn. So and then you know, due to his incarceration, I actually had. I feel like my records, like as a CEO. Which year was this? This was a twenty nineteen. He should have made it for twenty seventeen. No wait, no, no, no. no. no, He should made it for twenty eighteen. No, twenty eighteen. That's what I'm saying. Okay, yeah. It was the year, like I think it was Comethazine. Um, I think Gunner was on that year. Uh Clemente C Nugly guy. It was before okay. Lil TJ and him. Before Lil TJ. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. Clemente scene, ugly guy. You said it right? Yeah, yeah. Gunner, I think it was a couple other artists. Yeah, yeah. Right. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. Right. And I, low key, low key. I feel like he deserved it though. No, of course he deserved it. Take away this incarceration and give him his full shot. Hey, listen, he, I, he's he's a transitor. I, I never like certain type of you know you know like judgment being casted on like you know an artist. You know he's charged, but we don't know what happened. Um, him not making that shit. Right. I, I always thought that Beyonce should have cleared that damn record. Uh, um, crazy in love. The, the, listen, Jay Z, dangerously in love. Like Beyonce, Jay Z, you know the whole Carter family. Come on, y'all. Clear. Like they can still clear it, right? Right. I think it's on wa- YouTube crazy streams. I think they're waiting for him to come home and clear it. Matter of fact, Beyonce, when he come home and he his coming home, just be on the remix. Beyonce being on the record with him would be crazy. Beyonce be on that remix. Damn. Right. Make it happen, at 
Shit, I don't know if the card is like me. <laughs> it's Rock Nation. So I don't know about that. Hey, look, listen, Beyonce, <laughs> Queen B. You know what I'm saying? Oh no, Mr. Mr. Carter, Mr. Blueprint, make it happen for your boy. Like you know, my little brother been through so much trauma. Do that. We need. We need that Queen B. We need that, that Beyonce. That'd be big. That'd be big. Hey, um, just put everybody on game who just haven't gotten a chance to like you know listen to your music yet. Right. Um. I had the opportunity of listening, and the first thing I said, I was like, "Wait, did this nigga was he like just rapping in the back the whole time?" Because right. you got some skills. Fact. So, so um, what's the plan with your music? Where are you trying to take this to? And like, what's the schedule of you dropping? Well, right now, you know, so I just dropped Mercury. It's out now, March first. You know, what I'm saying y'all check it out, stream that. Um, I got a couple singles on there with Hot Boy. I got um a couple records with Tussie. Shout out to Tussie. You know, what I'm saying that's my boy. Um, he was on tour with him. Um, to see Melly And you know I got You know Rico Cartel I think you asked me About a couple of Florida artists Right Yeah So I got my artist Rico Cartel He's from Florida He from Florida They on the album Slatzai from Tennessee He on the album You know YNWB Slime And um Man you know what I'm saying If I'm missing anybody else You know what I'm saying Shout out to Melly He on the album But my plan is Like I've been doing music I said bro For a minute bro Like I, I'm seven tapes in On that piff So I just had to restructure So getting shot And it's kind of like The kind You gotta say SoundCloud bro When you say that piff they, That be no. bringing, bringing them back Way too back You know bro, what I mean Bro what you I'm, I gotta bring What you mean to be I gotta be real I was, I'm gonna keep it 100 with you You being too real With these motherfuckers and you, you, you know if like the, Niggas like Would've came out like you right. I know mad rappers Who are 30 Who say they like 22 bro Like nah, I'm not gonna fake it Man, I know listen, mad rappers Hey I did Listen one thing about it is You keep it a too real Listen <laughs> I deal Mentally every day And uh <laughs> And my team would tell you I go through a little Guys was like Damn bro I'm 30 Am I too old to do this Oh no nah, bro But I'm 30 I'm still young But I'm just getting there And then I start thinking Man why am I letting People justify age When you had When you Drake had two chances Exactly Kevin Lies Shout out to Kevin Lies We golfing for his birthday You know what I'm saying and Golfing Yeah I'm Holy golfing shit. Yeah, I'm trying golfing I'm trying I suck but it's gonna get better nah, You making them niggas some money If, you, if they invite you to the golf course now <laughs> Holy shit. You know, dude, I make a lot of people money. You feel me? So basically, he's telling me, like, man, look at your generation. Look at all the biggest artists around older than you. You just turned 30. They're 35. I'm like, damn. And I started doing history. Two chains when all bad bitch problems and Kendrick and all those artists. But it was 33, 34. And then, you know, shout out to Kanye. That's my boy. Like, just watching this documentary. I kind of had the same mind frame. After I got shot, I was as close as Kodak was to that gunman. That's how close I was with Vaughn in his situation. So I started thinking like, man, you know what, bro? Financially, I'm good. I'm where like I could be comfortable. I put a lot of artists first, and I and I put myself behind. You deserve to give yourself uh, a shot. Let me give myself a chance to do something that I've been doing since I was 16. It's not like I'm a manager trying to rap. I was an artist that had success, that had records... For me to have a record with Kodak Black, for me to have records with all my regional artists in Florida that I was popping shows that I was relevant, you feel me? So I just decided that, like, this is the time. 3 old, you know what I'm Heavenly 30, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it a shot. But I'm not going to come all the way out. So I wrote Mercury throughout the whole times of me going through the whole situation, battling with this, you know what I'm saying, death situation, business. That's dope. You got a story to tell with it. Right. No, Merc you know what Mercury stands for? It. Basically, the title of Mercury is just like, Mercury is one of the planets that's inhabitable, but it's very, you know, it's very cold. And it's like one. I mean, it's hot. It's like no, right? Mercury's cold. It's ice cold. Hey, Mercury, like right next to the sun? Man, Mercury, you tweaking. Listen, 
Go, you better go listen to the album fully and you better Google Mercury. Mercury, the closest one to the sun, nigga. <laughs> Mercury. It's like Mercury, Venus, Mars, Earth. I'm telling you, Jupiter, I Googled like this, man. <laughs> I Googled it before I even made this. Mercury is one of the coldest planets. And a one year in Mercury, like one day in Mercury for like a year. So I felt like the trauma and the pain and everything I was going through felt like forever. So I decided, so I wrote all the songs other than... Track still, which I AR, the record with Moop and Wiz, Long Live Wiz, Free Moop. I put that, you know, I just put that together, and um, I think one more record, um, and No Love, which I structured the hook for Melly and then put the verse and gave everybody the verses. Every other record on that project, I wrote physically with my own pen, went in there, did the melodies, made it how I want to sound, and put um, and put the artist voice that I want on there, on there. You feel me? Damn. And then. Some of the records like four. So you really EP that bitch, right? So in four of the records, like um, Miss Calls, he's still googling. Look at this thing, right? He's still googling. <laughs> four of the records like Miss Calls, um, Miss Calls, Slums with Melly, um, Feel Like This, and the intro, which is Letter to My Past. I actually physically went on there and rap and sing, then did what I had to do on the tape. Hey, hey, Muop, right? Yo, he's incarcerated too, brother. Like, I know. what you gonna say? I'm. Oh, and through four. No, no, I just think I think that's well. I think that was a situation. Well, all these situations that really don't got nothing to do with you, kind no, of. But like, they're just at, very uh, unfortunate. Have you spoke to him? How's yes. everything? Moab is doing great. He's very positive. Um, this situation is still new. Did y'all find it on Google? Of course, I'm right. What does it say? <laughs> it starts to the sun. Wait, yeah. so hold up. You tell me, I dropped the album. Mercury don't be cold. No, nigga. Nigga, you it's think right? like Pluto or something. So why when I Googled Mercury, it said that. So you telling me on academics right now, no, well, I was wrong? Well, Mercury, I do think Mercury, outside of the planet, like, connotation, Mercury something that they use to, like, you know, um, um, detect heat. Right? Detect heat. Damn, so, bro, there's so no you, way. You I was Googling it like that. that. It said, all right, regardless if Mercury's not cold, I'm cold as hell. Okay, there All you this go. jewelry cold. Okay, there you go. I'm icy, there so you go. it's Mercury. But... Well, I was saying with Muop, he good though. Muop good. Like um, the situation is still so new to him. Uh, this first time being incarcerated, ever. Shit, he got hit with a Rico. No, this is first time being incarcerated ever. Like in handcuffs, really? going to jail. Ever. So wow. you know he's still dealing with it, and you know he's very positive. We're about to drop new music. We're hopefully, trying to figure out. You know what I'm saying? What's the new details coming out? But you know what I'm saying? God willing, like everything else, he's gonna be home. You know? Mm. Didn't Hot Boy get a Rico as well? State Rico. What the fuck? Man, what are you trying to say, man? Debbie you sound trying, like no, no. one of those fans that be, hey, track no, no, no. you the police. Nah, 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 nah. Because you know what? You, you, listen, listen. They, they, they try to do the same thing to me. Right. Yo, any, everybody you interview, I'm like, yo, I try to talk to the hot artist. What do you think? You know what I mean? <laughs> but, but um, um, yeah, no, no. I do think there's something up with, the, with police. Right. Dropping some of these quote unquote charges that are not meant for rappers right. and for the rap community. Right. To get rid of people in the rap community, like we're seeing more and more Ricos. Right, we're seeing the feds jumping on a bunch of stuff. It, it became it's a little so, targeted. I'm gonna be honest. Like, why do you think so? Every artist is ops, smoking a pack, gangster. No, all right. This is what made it worse. Right, right? when you have the Jeezy era, the era it was hustling, getting money. Right, so the police they're gonna be. On that type of stuff But you're not killing You're not talking about murders Yeah those things Tied into those things But they're gonna see what's up 
the previous the era with pumping them, you had drug related users. Okay, I mean, bro, y'all killing yourself, getting high off your own supply, whatever. We ain't tripping on it. The previous one with pocketing them era, motivation, faith, slums, like trying to articulate better in life. This generation of music is killers. We're advertising killers. We're advertising that we want to be like the artists killers. The brand is killing. So now every little thing is going to be under a microscope because it's not like Robbie and Jerome is over there saying, I caught a body five days and da-da-da. And this person saying, man, my dog just caught a body. Da-da. And it's like, ah, they're just rapping. He's really catching my body and getting a charge. He's re- Now they're like, oh, shit. These rappers now is really saying what they're doing. Well, I'm gonna be you honest. Making- One of the things that was intriguing about like Melly's music is that the nigga was he was he, he was singing so fucking angelic, right? But the things he was singing about was so demonic. Like, but look, it was though, so crazy. Artist- it was the dualities. But the and artistically, it's amazing. It's difference though. Melly would be. Put himself in the mind of someone like when murder on mind. Then he'll do a song where he's the victim of getting murdered. Oh yeah, yeah. And I, then I do like he'll, on, uh, then he'll do murder. a song like suicidal. Then he'll do a song like mixed personalities. We're not talking about being creative because you have Eminem that did stand the, the, the stand. You talking, talking about these niggas doing drill music? Man, man, it's bad. Yo, I'm I'm scared. I'm scared of y'all, bro. Like for real, you be around them. I don't know. I say you scared. You be around them. I mean, bro. Listen, I'm I'm joking. Of course, I'm not scared of no man alive. I move the way I move. What I'm saying is, where there everybody's doing so hard to be a listen, killer. Yo, when you sign these dudes now, just let them know my 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 charge taking days are over. Oh yeah, okay, <laughs> it's over. Listen, bro. I, I I I'm a freaking person that is responsible for a lot of mouths and a lot of opportunities and give a lot of people chances. I can't do that. I'm sorry, and I don't want my ANRs. I don't want my team. I don't want nobody yeah, on my staff. No, no. But they, we, we're we're marketing killers. So now the music is going to be a little bit more deeper, and they're going to go after it more. You feel me? Mm. Um, tell me when the next time you're dropping some music. Also, we got we got Vaughn coming out tonight. Right. Um, when should we check out some new music of yours, or what's out now that you want people to go check out on Spotify? Um, right now I want to say That I want to come And drop seven projects In a year But I'm a whole executive Out here So it takes a lot of time To d- do what I just did And maneuver With still running a business And still having other artists That's super You know what I'm saying Successful and trying to So I'll probably like Come back like Five months Six seven months um Later You know what I'm saying Post trial You know God willing Like I know I, you know, like we, a lot of people want Melly to come home, still dropping the tape. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Worst come to worst, and which is nearly impossible because my dog is innocent, that it don't go the way we expect. I'm still dropping the tape. So I'm going to drop two projects like every year from now till God call me home because it's what I want to do. And it, it's not always going to be um, me fully doing music because, like I said, I write music. I orchestrate, put artists together. It becomes your outlet now, right? right? And it helps me. Like if I got a Slad's Eye and I put them on a Melly and a Tootsie record, it helps. If I put a um, Dirk and Rico and me record, it helps. And I got those relationships with all these artists that like a brotherhood where I could, you know, what I'm saying, look out with a little son, or even if it's on a house, make it yeah. happen. So I'm gonna use that outlet to drop music 
as an A&R, putting a collective music together, write music for my artists that I feel like need certain different sounds or could try. Hitmaker, shout out to him, Berg, he's dope. I was blessed to be in the studio with Vaughn and him when they did the um, the song that Dirk put on his on his album. Mm. Feel me? The one that after he died went crazy. Um, I forgot what it's called. Um, this uh, and it, and it, uh, this and for real, and, 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 and that got killed. Yeah, no, no, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And, and for real, feel me. So, pull a straight to us. I forgot the name of it. it it's it's a it's a name that don't go with the song. That's how I remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just put, still trapping. Yeah, still, still trapping. Yeah, yeah, so I was blessed to be in the studio with Hitmaker, and I seen how Vaughn was like very uncomfortable with not wanting somebody to write a hook or do a verse. Cause Hitmaker wrote that record, like we went in there, and you know. And but me working with B Slime, writing early, and just being in the studio writing music, I was able to like have a good like convince him, like nah, try it, try it, and to see how it ended up being big. So I'm down to, I might have an artist that may need me to do a certain record that they may not think of, and now it becomes a hit, and it's on one of my projects, and now we both making mad money off it. You feel me? So I plan on dropping two projects a year, one with me rapping. Just me, my own features, and another one with me a little bit and collective with other stuff going on in there. Yeah, that's the like move, QC man. do it too. Shout out to, you know what I'm saying, QC. Like they did a great job. I'm mixing QC mixed with Hitmaker and DJ Cali, and that's a 100K track. There we go. Feel me? It's there like a go. fusing all three. That's why I got the gold hell. I just super sand. I just fused. You just went Goku on them. I just went Goku. I just went Go Track. I'm for now. That works. That works. Uh, I'm getting the wrap up signal because it's, shit, I got I got, I got a, a whole clubhouse thing I got to do. Right. Um, so yo, that's what happens when you get academics and track on on the talk about. No, so for much real, things. I got like 20 more questions for you. <laughs> hey, stop <laughs> giving them the rap signal, bro. No, no, yo, I got. No, I do got to go two minutes. Yo, track. <laughs> listen, like, I track, I, listen, track. I love you. I love having conversations with you. <laughs> I love the fact that you know. What I mean, yo, you come with such a brand new perspective. You want them dudes who I know you from the street, but you also see stuff in a very logical. Also, like sometimes it might not even align with how people usually think ignorant people see stuff right, on the street. For sure. I like that. They want to put you in a box. They told Kanye he was just a producer. Exactly. They told Jay Z he wasn't good enough to be an artist. And now they're about to tell Track that he's about to be the next, you know what I mean, Billboard chart topping artist. Ah, hey, listen, don't be surprised. I done did everything else that I accomplished, so why would I be able to accomplish this? If you got lucky like four times, it's going to be the fifth. Stop right, playing man. Well, you said you got, well, you got no other questions you want to ask me? Kind of, you, you wrapping it up? Uh, Listen, no, no, I got to hop on this meeting. <laughs> I, I can come back afterwards, but <laughs> this shit is scheduled at seven, my right. brother. <laughs> this shit is scheduled at seven. No, nah, I appreciate you. It's always a good time talking to you. you did know I miss saying? anything? I probably did miss something. Check, man, check your notes, man. You know what I'm saying? You got you got uh, money uh, in the building. You might as well, you know what I'm saying, get what you spent, you feel on, me? Hold on, let me see. Let me only see. a real, you know what I'm saying, only a real step of going academics. Like, damn, damn, do I got another question? Stop playing. Hey, I'm taking the, um, I'm taking bookings. Too, and I'm accepting labels If you want me to come write for your artists When I say I'm, I'm, I'm accepting bookings I'm talking about like To actually book me to come to the studio With your artists, right? Come up with like concepts and stuff like that I'm really good at that I was in the studios with Hot Boy when he did Don't Need Time Suicidal with Melly Kodak Black, I done recorded The Project Baby 2 project with his engineer So I've been around the greats Where I, my ear game is crazy And I mean I have the best voice but I'm definitely the pen game gonna put it to work. So if y'all need me to holler at me. 
Listen, I'm gonna save the questions for next time, my brother. <laughs> I'm funny. <laughs> yeah, I love you, Jack. Listen, Appreciate man, you thank you, too, man. Thank you for tuning into another episode of Off the Record Podcast. You can go check out his music right here on Spotify. Just click the search button, Price. type in 100K track, and make sure you go stream all of his music, add it to your playlist, add it to your favorites, and then come back here and let me know what you think of his music. Mercury okay? out now, man. Go get that. Florida. Mercury out now. Florida Jay Z. That's how I'm coming. You know. And we gonna get him a goddamn dictionary because he clearly <laughs> did not realize. Hey, you just made me mess up. My whole thing for Mercury, but I'm still ICC. So you got to flip it a different way. I'm no, t- I got a way you can flip it. I don't care what you just said. It's still my way. Mercury is the coldest planet, and it turns a day turns to a year. And I'm icy. You can't hate. Long live Vaughn. Album out tonight. I love you, bitch. This guy's watching too much anime. I'm out, man. <laughs> <laughs>